You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Daniel Snyder thinks that he's the slickest guy out there. He's not fooling me. I see what's happening here. So the news was breaking this morning as I'm getting ready to start the day and run a couple errands before um, everything that I need to get done, I got done. I see on first take the breaking news that for the first time, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, possibly was looking at selling the franchise off. They have hired, the Dan Snyder family has hired Bank of America Securities to consider, quote, potential transactions of the franchise, which includes finding new ownership. The team released a statement on the potential sale. Dan and Tanya Snyder and the Washington Commanders announced today that they have hired uh, Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions. The Snyders remain committed to the team, all of its employees, and its countless fans to putting the best product on the field and continuing the work to set the gold standard for workplaces in NFL, which is a joke. That last sentence is a joke. The, the gold standard for workplaces? What? I laugh at that. So that comes out, and the first thing that comes to mind is, here we go. Finally, Daniel Snyder is acknowledging that it's up. Your time is up. You're going to have to move on. You're going to have to sell your franchise It's over. You didn't want to change the name for many, many years. It had been called into question, the sexism and all the stuff that was happening. And the sexual harassment. I mean, just all the bad stuff. Racist emails, all the bad stuff with the Commanders franchise that had caught up to them. And a couple of weeks ago at the owners' meetings, what happened? Jim Irsay, who's got his own issues with the Indianapolis Colts, he came out and said, yeah, we need to look at, the, the league owners need to look at at possible new ownership for the Washington Commanders. So when Jim Irsay is publicly talking about it in that way, of course, people are going to start talking about it. So when I initially saw it this morning, I'm like, just makes sense. It's time. Let's get the ball rolling. But Daniel Snyder's not as slick as he thinks he is. In my opinion, okay, the reason why Daniel Snyder is looking to sell all of a sudden came out today around 5 o'clock when it was announced that the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation into allegations that the Washington Commanders 
engaged in financial improprieties. Two sources familiar with the matter confirmed to ESPN on Wednesday. The sources said that prosecutors are focused on several areas and that the inquiry was triggered by a letter that the House Committee on Oversight and Reform sent to the Federal Trade Commission and several attorneys, uh, attorney generals in April that alleged deceptive business practices. This is it. You're not fooling anybody, Daniel. You didn't just wake up, roll out of bed, have a conversation with your wife and your family and say, you know what? Everybody's down on us. We should probably start thinking about doing the right thing. Let's get out. Let's just go ahead and sell it because it's what's best for us and it's what's best for the league and it's what's best for the fans. No. You know that the U.S. Attorney's Office is investigating you now. That's the reason why we've gotten to this point. Look, at the end of the day, whether it's the Snyder family waking up, smelling the, smelling the coffee and saying, mm-hmm. you know what, it's time to move on. Or if the hand is forced, I don't care. I want Daniel Snyder gone. I, seriously, it, Daniel Snyder is not someone that should be owning a professional sports team. There have been all these transgressions and all of these malfeasance over the years. And he's always been defiant to the National Football League. Yep. And I cannot, for the life of me, figure out why Roger Goodell has continued to enable this. Because he has dirt on other owners. I have said this for years. I have said this for many years. I have said that he has dirt on the other owners. And because of that, the other owners have been scared to really push him out and it's he's using it as blackmail. Would, it, it, would, it, would, it, would he still be vindictive and, enough, and, though? And, and it came out as much three weeks ago. Okay, but would he still be vindictive enough if it got to the point that it hit the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office? Like, if it gets to that point, do you feel like he would be vindictive enough? Yes. To, to expo- rat out to other people. all the yes. skeletons in the closet. Yes. Yes. Daniel Snyder don't care. Uh, Daniel Snyder does not care. And so at the end of the day, people have to understand this. When we start thinking about the code within mm-hmm. the owners, they don't view Daniel Snyder like that. The, I think that all of the other NFL owners are looking at him because they view him as an outsider. Like, he's in the good old boys network, but they view him as somebody that is is going to do nothing but but damage the shield. Oh, oh, I mean, absolutely. He's not one of those owners that I, I don't know of any owner out there that you can look at and we're like, this owner is 100% pristine. But Daniel Snyder just has so much of a stink about him. There's so much negativity surrounding him. He's not a good person. No, I mean, it it took advertisers boycotting in order for them to change the name of the franchise because he was hellbent in digging in his heels and not moving. So you got that. And, and I know he's trying to get out in front of it now, but Jim Ursay is going to speak out. Let's see if anybody, I know that, you know, Jerry and, and Daniel Snyder apparently 
you know, at the owners' meetings have have had, you know, some uh, pretty heated confrontations. But, I mean, if this was the NBA, like, Adam Silver would have been like, dude, you, you know, get your stuff and get out. Like, if he's got this dirt, what what is more important to the NFL? Is it continuing to have Dan Snyder and all of this negativity, and yet he continues to have whatever dirt on these, you know, fellow owners? Or is, well, it, well, is it better to just scrub and be like, we got to get rid of him. Like, this is this guy's bad news. Well, if you're an NFL owner and you're part of the Good Old Boys Network and you know that there's only so many NFL teams, sometimes if there's dirt that other people have on you, you're going to just go ahead and go along with the ride. Because you don't want to be exposed. Because do, do I think that there's probably some stuff out there with Robert Kraft? From just the little we know already, Ooh. from the massage parlor stuff, and all. like mm. there's probably some stuff out there with Robert Kraft. Mm. You, th- there's probably some stuff out there with Jerry Jones. Yeah, we've seen pictures of Jerry Jones, mm. right? So, so my whole point is that there's some owners that, as much as they would, they hate his guts and don't want him around. You have to tolerate him. They're like, man, we got to deal with this fool. Because we got, got we got to deal with good. them. We got to hope that that something else pops up that mm-hmm. he that he shoots himself in the foot one more time. This might be the smoking gun. Then when you get when you get to the U.S. Attorney's office, I, I almost feel like it's got to take something outside of the realm of the NFL. Well, well, to make this move. Well, hold on. He this is the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Th- this is this is the Snyder family acknowledging that we're looking to move on. You don't you're you don't get proactive to this when you when it comes up and we even you and I in the world knows about them uh, uh talking to Bank of America about selling mm-hmm. do you know what that means we're going to sell yeah that's what that means it's, it doesn't get this far no we it, don't find out about this it, it doesn't but to me this is also them trying to get ahead of the story and saying, well, this is going to be our choice right we are going to make that decision nobody's going to force us to sell. Nobody's going to tell us what we have to do with this franchise. When in all reality, like the more details that come out, the more they try and get ahead of the story, this is going to be the ultimate tail wagging the dog. But the issue with that getting ahead of it was they were not able to truly get ahead of it. You know why? Jim Ursay didn't allow it. Mm-hmm. When Jim Ursay said what he said, that hurt. That hurt. He was not Teflon anymore. Like that at that particular point, Jim Ursay is like, nah, man, gloves off, <laughs> bro. I know I didn't pop pills and I didn't <laughs> been caught in in some some situations, but you doing way too when, much. When Jim when, when, when Jim Ursay is the guy, you out, you know, <laughs> when, Jim, when Jim Ursay is the voice of reason, you you got so, problems. You got problems. Yeah. You got problems. Yes. All right, coming up next, let's get to a scoreboard here on a Wednesday night on the Lake Show. All right, the Lake Show rolls on. Happy Hump Day. Love having you guys along for the show. If you ever want to weigh in on any of the topics that we've been getting into, 651-461-9226. Thanks again to uh, Patty Dunn, Executive Director of Highland Friendship Club, and Joe Maurer. I'm going to throw a strike on Saturday. But uh, speaking of strikes, we've got Major League Baseball. The World Series is taking place. we got NBA basketball. we got a scoreboard going on right now. So is Joe Maurer the sort of bowler that 
when he bowls, he'll wait for somebody to, th- to throw two strikes against him, and then he'll actually try because he seems to like to be down two strikes. That's a good question. See what I did there? I see what you did there. I, I don't. I, I can't say that. I mean, maybe you're he's, accurate at all. Maybe he's more comfortable being, you know, being behind. Well, one uh, thing we know right. Know. Yeah, one thing we know right now is that the Houston Astros are behind two games to one. It is in the bottom of the first inning. Astros got a two out single from Air Jordan. Jordan Alvarez left him at first. Uh, bottom of the first inning, the Astros and the Phillies are scoreless. And uh, two outs for Philly in the bottom of the first inning. Let's go to the uh, NBA here, Henry. Uh, One game, we're about 90 seconds away from it going final. Wizards are up on the 76ers, 119 to 111. Uh, Christoph Porzingis, 30 points for the Wizards. Uh, Tyrese Maxey. The unicorn. Yeah, the unicorn, 32 for Maxey. That leads the uh, 76ers. A nine and a half left to go in the first half in Cleveland. The Cavaliers up on the Celtics, 38 to 35. A Garland, 17 points to lead the Cavs. Uh, what do we got here? Four and a half left to go in the first half in Miami. It's the Kings up on the Heat, 45 43. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 17 points to lead all scorers in that game. Seven minutes left to go in the first half at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks so far. Pouring it on the Hawks, 48-27. to 27. Mm. Now, 21-point lead for the Knickerbockers, 10 for Julius Randle in that one. Hornets and Bulls tied at 12, five and a half left to go in the first quarter. Uh, halfway through the first quarter in H-Town, and the clip show up on the Lake Show, or on the uh, Houston Rockets, 12-5 to 5, uh, early in that game. Bucks up on the Pistons, 15-14, to 14, six minutes left to to go in the first quarter there. Raptors up on the Spurs with five minutes left to go in the first quarter there, 19-18. to 18. Uh, Doug McDermott, the uh, Timberwolf killer, five points in that game for the San Antonio Spurs. See, why and, you have to go there? Why you have to bring up what Doug McDermott did against us? Why well, you got to bring up the, the oh, now, now, I'm, now I'm traumatized, now I'm triggered by the seven three-pointers that he made? I'm sorry, man. You know, D- Dougie Buckets, I mean, he, you know, he's got that hustle and flow going. What can I say? Gosh, I, I mean, if you don't want him to score, you know what you do? You guard him. Fortunately, you know, you couldn't guard him. The Jazz and the Mavericks coming up uh, in about five minutes or so from Dallas. The Grizzlies and the Trailblazers, that should be a fun one in Portland. The, the uh, Blazers right now. I don't know if Dame's going to play tonight, but they are 5-1 and one on the year. Good start for Portland, taking on Memphis at 4-3. and three. And then the Lakers looking for their second win. Of the season, they've got the Pelicans, and that's coming up at uh, Crypto.com Arena. Is that what it's called? Yes, it is. Crypto.com. Okay, it's it's hard for me to not stay Staples Center. But, I know uh, it doesn't feel right. No, it it does, and I know it's advertising, and I know it's this and that, but it's it's always going to be Staples Center to me. So the Lakers and the Pelicans, of course, the uh, Wolves are off for a couple of days, and uh, they've got the Milwaukee Bucks coming up in a couple. Fear the deer, yeah. Fear the deer. I mean, hey, you know. That's going to be a fun one. I'm glad the Wolves are going to be tested in back-to-back games. I, I, I want to see what kind of resolve they've got. You know, I, I mean, I want to see what they're made of. I, I think yep. we all want to see. Late-night game. Everybody's going to be pumped. Everybody's yep. going to be stoked. Everybody's going to be fired up. Yep. So we'll see how it shakes out. You know, and, and, I mean, it's not really a rivalry game, per se, in the sense that it's not a Western Conference opponent. But 
It's in Mil- it's Milwaukee. Yeah, and, and, we don't like the uh, the people over in that state I right know, next and door. And it's weird. It's like, why do we have this hatred of Green Bay and Madison, but yet Milwaukee's just kind of like, eh. You know, we're willing to cheer for the Brewers, and we're willing to cheer for the Bucks, but we will not cheer for the Badgers and the Packers. And I'm just wondering, why is that? I don't know. You would think they're all in Wisconsin, so we hate it all. Yeah, but it's just it's just a simple East-West thing. That's that's all it is. We're in the same division in the Big yeah. Ten uh, when we talk about the same conference in, in, in college athletics. Yeah. Same um, – same, uh, what do you call it? Um, division, division in the NFC North. Yeah. Like we we don't feel that way about the um, uh, Milwaukee uh, Brewers. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just kind of this fun. Hey, let's get together and let's let's drink a few beers and let's do this. And but man, there's like a bloodlust between the Gophers and the Badgers and the Vikings and the Packers. Oh. I don't. I just. I don't know. That's always just kind of struck me as odd. Yeah. A couple games in the NHL here, like uh, Maple Leafs up on the Flyers, two to one. Eight minutes left to go in the second period there in Toronto, and the Penguins are shutting out the Sabers one to nothing. They are just about ready to start the second period in Buffalo, and uh, that's what we got. That's what we got. That's what we got. Real quick, I know we've got. Boston, Cleveland on one of the televisions. We got the World Series on another. When I say Boston, Cleveland, I'm talking about the uh, NBA basketball. Mm -hmm. Right now, I think that the best two teams that I've seen this year in the NBA, both in the Eastern Conference, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, Like Cleveland, they went all in when they acquired Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, so kind of surprising that out of all the places, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, you, you've got you know you got him and Garland. I mean, Jared Allen. I mean, K Love's just kind of hanging around at this point, and he's still a solid. Oh, solid K Love has had a great start to this year. You know, I mean, with everything that he's gone through physically and and mentally, with the mental health and everything, for him to just be in that spot, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty amazing to think that he can continue to try and play at that level. The Miami Heat are already cooked. Anyway, I'm not going to make fun of Jimmy Buckets. I'm not going to make fun of him. Well, I kind of just did. All right, that's going to wrap up a scoreboard. You just said he's cooked. I mean, you know. I said the the Heat are cooked. I didn't say Jimmy Buckets. He's a a member of the Heat. Oh, but he is cooked by association. Yes. Okay. The team is. Yes. Yes. All right, coming up next, honest question. If you are an undecided voter out there, what are you waiting on? Why are you undecided? 651-461-9226 on The Lake Show. All right, 651-461-9226. I have a very simple question. I want to hear from anybody out there that's an undecided voter. And my, my question is pretty simple. Why are you undecided at this particular point? We are a week away, less than a week away, from when everybody, election day, and when everybody's going out there for the midterms and they're voting, okay? I I am curious. I am not judgmental. I am not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to act like I have all of the answers, but I am am questioning and, and just kind of wondering out loud. And asking the question here on the station and on the on the show here, if you are an undecided voter, why are you undecided at this particular point? 
651-461-9226. Because I am curious. Like, it, the information about candidates is out there, okay? And I'm not saying that you're going to know everything about every single candidate, but it's kind of hard to be in a situation, at least in my opinion, it's a little bit hard to be undecided on Scott Jensen or Tim Wall. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. hard to be undecided on on Schultz versus um, Keith Ellison. Like, like at, at what? At, I'm st- I'm just trying to figure out all of this. So if you if you want to win six five one four six one nine two two six, you can also if you don't want to hop on the airwaves and talk on the show, you can always hit us up on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. That number again six five one. Four six one nine two two six, and it's not even that you have to have the most strong opinion about a particular person, but when you would think at this particular point, though, that you're at least leaning one way. Like I would probably be hard pressed to find people out there where they say I have absolutely no clue at all who I'm going with. I could see a person saying, you know what, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that there's levels of being sure. Like, I, I think there are levels of, of, you know what, even though I don't have it point blank solidified, mm-hmm. I do think that I'm leaning this way because of this particular issue. So, so now, one of the things that I feel with especially when we're talking about politicians, okay, is that is there anything in terms of a perfect candidate? I don't I just don't think that there is a perfect candidate. I don't. And by the way, do not call right now about the tickets. We didn't play the sounder. We're not giving away the tickets right now. In the next thirty minutes we will be giving you gotta hear the real quick, when you hear the wolves howl then be the third caller to win the four-pack of tickets. You're not going to win the tickets right now because we haven't played the sounder yet. When you hear the sounder, be caller number three to 651-461-9226. Don't call right now because we haven't played it. Right. Yeah. I did have somebody call, Henry, and they didn't want to go on the air, Mm -hmm. but they did you know, kind of tell me that they were waiting for the other shoe to drop. And when I asked what that was, uh, they're waiting for more information. And we're less than a week yeah, away. And what other shoe are we waiting for to drop? There, this this individual told me that there are press conferences and there are courts that are out there, and I'm not exactly sure huh? uh, what exactly that that meant. Wait, wait, what, press conferences press, for what? Press, press con- like like President Biden coming out and and you know having press conferences. I I assume maybe like the one that they're having uh, he had earlier today. Where he addressed and uh, you know made made his in this that- particular state in our mm-hmm. state of Minnesota in the candidates here locally, what are we waiting on? Mm-hmm. And, and and listen, I am not sitting here saying because we know this. You can change your mind between now and next and, and next week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but I don't know. I mean, have I made up my mind in terms of where 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 I'm going to who I'm going to vote for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not even asking for people to call in and tell me who you're voting for. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not the point of no. this. I don't need to know that. That that's not. I'm not here to tell you who to vote for. I don't even need to know. But I'm saying if you are undecided, 
why why are you undecided? Like, what is it that you're waiting? Time. Yeah, what is it that you're waiting for between Tim Walls and Scott Jensen? I just don't like like I don't think that most people are going to wake up next week and say, you know what, this is where I'm at. Yeah, I, I think we've all been we we all lean one way or another, you know, inherently, subconsciously, we all have one way that. Or there might be a major issue that you just can't get past for somebody. A- absolutely, and, and that's and that's fine. I think you know if you're decided now, and then maybe in a couple of days you you hear something that might. I, I don't feel Henry that I feel like both of these campaigns have they've laid it all out there. Like there's nothing more that either side can say about themselves or their plans, or, you know, can say anything about their opponent that we haven't already heard. Because I feel like there's got to be some processing time. You can't just hear it and instantaneously be like, yes. Like, to me, when I hear something, I have to process it and try and figure out logically whether or not that works for me and my family. Well, let me say this right now. Mm -hmm. I can't wait till we get to next week, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm over the the commercials. I, I, I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm I, done. I am too. So, some I am of too. the some of the stuff is just like, oh my gosh, I I, I don't want to see this anymore. I'm over mm-hmm. it. And I'm talking about just regardless, forget about who the particular candidate is, or whatever. I'm just over some of the commercials that we've seen um, from not only from candidates uh, talking about their um, their opponent, but also from these different groups that are putting together. I, I'm just. I'm over it already. Yeah, and I have to. When I hear it, I I'm at the point where I don't even have to hear the ad through its entirety because I know who the ad is representing, or you know, sponsored by the blah 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 blah. You know, I, I I've heard that, and I feel like, and this is just the way of the world. Negativity sells. We get that. Not everything's going to be rainbows and puppies and kittens and unicorns and, you know, butterflies. But at the end of the day, you wonder why our psyche and our mental health is struggling. Because especially now, we are so bombarded with negativity attacking. It's not necessarily that I'm a good person, but Henry, you're an awful person. I'm not, I I might not be the best person. But you're a horrible person, <laughs> and you say the same thing to me, and then it's like, well, which one's the best of the worst? I've, and and I feel like that's just – it all just kind of adds up to right now because I, I felt it over the last couple of days where I just – I feel – I'm feeling the fatigue of, of the commercials. The I fatigue, really am. The anxiety, like I'm just – I'm starting to feel it, and it's like, can we just get past this? But then you know what's going to happen – we're going to have the fallout, whatever that is. You know there's going to be some sort of fallout coming a week from today because there are going to be issues that we know are going to come up. And it's like we got to deal. We're, we're, it's, we're just – we roll from one problem into another, into another, into another. It's just a different – it's just a different way to something else that will take over our anxiety is all this is. And I'm – you're over it. I'm over it. I bet you pull 100 people, 99 out of 100 are over it. I think that another thing that has been coming up here lately, and it's just, it's, it's so sad, 
But I saw this story from um, from the news at Odyssey. A third of Americans don't trust the federal election system. Mm-hmm. I, that's so disappointing to hear that. <laughs> When when courts have spoken, when um, investigations have been done, and we have found that our voting systems, the processes are safe and secure, but still a third are just not buying it? That's because they have been told that the elections and the machines and the people cannot be trusted. Well – I mean, so then are the, are we not going to – are they not going to vote? I don't understand that. I think that every American should vote. I, they, and, no, and, and no American. I don't care where you fall mm-hmm. politically. I don't care who your candidate is, who you're voting for in whatever state. You should all be Ab- voting. Absolutely. We, we should, in my opinion. We, yeah, absolutely because we've got the right to vote. Like there are some countries that you, you have no you, say. You have no say. We have a say. And – Regardless of what you think might have happened in the 2020 election, it was not stolen. It was not rigged. Every vote was counted. Every vote but mattered. We're not, but we're not even we're not even doing like this is not a presidential. Like we had, they say that in Minnesota we have we're one of the top states yes. in terms of safety and security. Safe, yeah, so. I just don't understand it, man. Well, again, you're you're told by individuals, and Donald Trump had said that election was stolen from me. Well, guess what? That's going to trickle down to this effect to to, to the midterms, and that's why we have the the situation like we have in Arizona, where people are standing by the ballot boxes, intimidating. Yeah, well, you know, and, and that's and that, I don't even want to make this about Trump because no, he's no, not. No, 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 I know because he's not on any ballots or nothing like no, that. No, but, but I mean that's I. Yeah, you're going back to where it originated. He's the source. Donald Trump is the genesis of all of this. Well, it was stolen from me. It was not stolen. There's nothing wrong. But people have a tendency to believe that if it's repeated over and over, you could lay out facts objectionably to them, and it it, it won't matter. Some people will not pay attention. I think the sad thing about it, though, is that – and there was um, a story earlier about low-information voters. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I think is disappointing. And I'm not saying that every voter is going to be well-versed on every single candidate, every single issue, whatever. I'm not expecting that because I'm not. Okay, But when you say low-information voter, that that tends to be the people that are being hoodwinked into believing nonsense. They're the, they're the most easily fooled because they don't – do enough research research. they don't do enough research and they they don't they will do whatever is told and being trafficked into conspiracy theories. absolutely and i i saw a great thing last night from uh jordan klepper on uh, comedy central and it just it just exemplifies just how outrageous and and so nonsensical some of these theories are all right coming up next we'll take a break we'll come back we got to get to headlines that's next year on the lake show all right let's dive into headlines Let's not waste any time as we approach the top of the next hour. What you got on this happy uh, hump day night, CT? All right, let's get to it, H. Lake, you know, we love the holiday, uh, the holiday and it's returning to Minneapolis in full force this year. 
After the COVID-19 pandemic that threw a wrench in the winter festival for the last two years, in 2020, Holodazzle was entirely virtual. And last year, it lasted just one weekend. But this year marks the full return with the annual festival. Hey, now. Yeah, at Loring Park, returning every weekend for an entire month. Now, beginning on November 25th and running through December 18th, Holodazzle will run every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. New this year is a rolling skate event. That'll be held Friday and Saturday, and dog rescues on site on Saturdays and Sundays. Now, if you want to catch all the uh, winter fun, they've got the full schedule of events on the Holodazzle website at holodazzle.com. Have you ever been a part of Holodazzle? I have not. I I, tra- I historically haven't been a part of it. I, I think I've done it one time, okay. but it's never really been truly my jam. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I, I typically don't. I'm I'm just happy that it's back because I know it means a lot to people up here. So, and, and the fact that maybe it's you know, again another continued uh, sense of normalcy. Hey, a lawyer for former President Donald Trump described Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas as key to Trump's plan to delay Congress's certification of President Joe Biden's victory through litigation after the 2020 election, according to emails recently turned over to the House Select Committee investigating January 6th. Well, we want to frame things so that Thomas could be the one to issue a temporary order, putting Mm. Georgia's results in doubt. This, according to Trump attorney Kenneth Cheeseborough, wrote in a December 31st, 2020 email, adding that a favorable order from Thomas was, quote, their only chance to hold up Congress from counting electoral votes for Biden in Georgia. Now, John Eastman, another attorney for Trump, responded to that email, saying that he agreed with the plan. In the email exchanges with several other lawyers working on Trump's legal team, they were discussing filing a lawsuit that they hoped would result in an order that tentatively held that Biden electoral votes from Georgia were not valid because of election fraud. Uh, you know, regardless of where you sit about everything with everything that's happened with Donald Trump, you can't tell me, you cannot look me in the eye and tell me that you feel... Like Clarence Thomas is on the up and up. Stop it. You just, stop it. Yeah. You cannot. Don't try to sell that to me. Can we acknowledge I'm not buying it? Can we acknowledge that they were trying to do something illegal? Like this is the highest. This is the highest level of treason. And I, I don't understand why he's not recusing himself I, from certain I, from I, other cases. Like, I, I don't know. It's like Clarence. he did something bad. He Clarence. should be punished. Right. Clarence Thomas. Baby. Right. I mean, I don't know. His well, wife's all in the mix. Oh, and just, man, it's a, anyway. it, it's, it's a hot mess. Anyway. Well, something that can make me happier when I hear about something like that. Okay. I like to eat. And there's at least one item in the grocery store that's getting less expensive. That's avocados. Surprisingly, that avocados are becoming less expensive because there's a drop in wholesale prices, sending store prices lower as well. Of course, avocado the main uh, ingredient in guacamole. Guac. Guac, yes. yes. I love a nice guac. <laughs> Not guac, guac. With the overall guac, co- yeah. guac yes. Yeah. With the overall cost of grocery items up 13% compared to last year, cheaper avocados couldn't come at a better time for inflation-weary households desperate to catch a break on their shopping bills. I mean, after surging in the first half of the year, Wholesale prices for a carton of 48. Now, by the way, I'm not buying a carton of 48 mid-sized avocados. 
Not me either. That's a hell of a lot. That's too much guac for even me. And believe me, I can pack away the I, guac. Well, let me ask you this. Yes. Do you ever buy avocados to make your own guac? Because I don't. I just buy guac. Yeah, I normally buy guac, but sometimes we'll, you know, we'll make them for cooking or you like will, okay. salads or, All right. you know, we'll, you know, once in a while we sometimes like. Sometimes you do your thing. Hey, man, sometimes we get, we like to get a little freaky, you know, huh? we like to, we like to make our own guac. Yeah, what? Yeah. You know, we put them on sandwiches and all sorts of things. I mean, guac, avocados can be just sliced up and eaten on their own too. Good for you. They're great. All right. Uh, coming up next, where are we placing or giving the most credit for what's happened and transpired this season for the Minnesota Vikings. Who gets that credit? I'll tell you who next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 